Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. We are here to finally, months later, <laughs> conclude our three, not four, part series on Mass Effect Legendary Edition with Woo-hoo. Mass Effect 3. So I played through all these again. Mm-hmm. If you saw our last videos, I basically, this is my second time going through them, played them all originally, like day of release, and then basically ignored them for like 10 years and kind of got back into them. So what I realized playing Mass Effect 3 again is this is why I never went back to them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, I, again, I think having, if you listen to our last one on Mass Effect 2, Back then, I considered it, this is one of the best games I've ever played. Replaying it, one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. And I think Mass Effect 3 felt that from a lot of people, that a lot of people were like, this game is insanely good. You need to do this again. Like, you did so many unique things, so many cool things, this whole build up to everything at the end. And this game tries to do the same thing and just it doesn't work. Yeah, so which feels weird. Is it just because I mean the one thing I always heard about was like the ending. It's like oh the ending is not good, which is fine. But I mean like there's a whole game before the ending. Are you yeah? Are you like, are you struggling with just like that whole ninety percent before whatever the end is? Like, so, in, again, in hindsight, my mind went to like I didn't mind the ending, and I still actually don't mind the ending. Yeah. The biggest issue people have with the ending is it's basically. Uh, I don't remember how many exact options there are, but it's basically like binary choice. Do you want the this ending or do you want the that ending? And yeah. everything that happened in the prior games completely irrelevant. And that's the biggest issue people had was that so many other little details carried over had important consequences in terms of like what happened to the Krogan, what happened to the Geth and all these other, what happened to Shepard, what happened to the council, the Citadel had all these important effects on everything else in this world. Mm-hmm. And the final cutscene ending of the game, the, the last 10 minutes of the game basically just boils down to which one you want. Oh, okay. Sure. And that doesn't even bother me too much because again, it's like, okay, in terms of what's happening and fitting with the overall story beats, these are kind of the things that would make sense to happen. So that doesn't bother me. What bothered me the most with this is that it, it tries to do mass effect two again. So the basic premise is I mean I honestly I could talk about this as Mass Effect two and just insert like why it's worse. Okay, sure. Here, yeah. So like the intro, like the intro of Mass Effect two is insane. The intro to this one is so great. The Reapers finally come out. The Reapers are here. They show up on Earth. They're just blowing Earth up. They're blowing everything to shit. Yeah. Shepherds running out. Like we gotta get out of here. All this stuff. It's great. You get to the council and they're like, oh. Well, not everybody thinks the Reapers are going to be bad. They're just going to get the humans. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and they're like, you got to go recruit all the races. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of Mass Effect 2 where you're recruiting character after character after character and you're getting these cool backstories, you're seeing the universe from their points of view. You're seeing the universe from all these different angles. This one's just like, well, you better go talk to the Krogan. They're pretty strong. Bring them along. Oh, okay. And then you sure. go talk to like... Krogan and they're like oh well, if you help us with this maybe we'll help save the galaxy is, and the is whole it, in yeah. my mind in my mind the whole premise is flawed because it's like these races that have all come together like not all of them there's obviously conflict between them but that have this kind of like coalescence around the citadel and the council the reapers show up and they're like nah yeah. <laughs> but if Shepard convinces us we'll come together and help everybody is it more that, like, instead of because, like, in Mass Effect 2, like, you needed a crew of, like, six people, is it just more kind of, like, amorphous? It's, like, you need to get, like, 
a whole civilization to come help you. So there's exactly. not like really something to really grab onto with each of those group with each of those. Exactly. Groups. There's yeah. there's never any like I'm helping the Geth, so I'm helping Legion. I'm helping the Asari, so I've got um blanking on the name. Damn. Liara. There we yeah. go. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm helping her in connection with the Asari, and she's kind of my Asari representative. It's just like, here's generic Asari that you're help working with. Oh, the oh. Asari now believe you. Let's go look at the Solarian. Oh, now you got them. The Geth are back to the game. The core, and it's just like this generic, like, you're still doing the recruiting. You're still trying to build up to the point where you're strong enough to go back to yeah. Earth and go, like, get the fuck off my planet. But... There's no connection to any of this. It's just like you go into this one room on Normandy and it's just like, do you have enough points? Oh, and it's sucks. like Corians give you 200 points. Krogan give you 400 points. Sure. Alliance yeah. has 300 points. And those numbers have to add up to, I think it's like 1500 before you can go back and do like the go back to Earth mission. Yeah. yeah. And it just it never has that like emotional connection and feeling that you get in mass effect too it's just it's so high level yes yeah yeah. and it's so much the like this this isn't the way it should work like you've built up the reapers as this like existential threat threat that's going to wipe out all life in the galaxy and you get to mass effect 3 and it's just like nah they just gonna get the humans <laughs> so so oh okay so so you're more you're more mad that it's like at this point characters should be, like the plot shouldn't be do they believe him or not because at this point yeah. everybody should already believe them that this is an actual it, it issue should, yeah it's one of those things where like and they mentioned a couple times in the game like if only you'd believe Shepard the whole uh, time like we uh, would have been ready and it's yeah. like we just I just literally spent like fifty hours convincing you all to believe in Shepard over the last two games and now you're just like. <laughs> But the collectors really only went after humans for the most part. And in the first game, it was really the humans who kind of screwed stuff up. So it seems like this is fairly human-centric, so the rest was just going to sit this one out and y'all take your chances. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of funny because it seems like one of those things, like when I hear about complaints about games, like, you know, from uh, from other folks, it's like these sort of power fantasies of like, yeah. oh, you just need to be like the coolest person in the room. And it's just like, and it sounds like this is actually one of those ones that like where it falls. It's like clearly hurting the plot by like making you try to be like the coolest guy around. Sort of yeah. Thing. Because um, instead of being like, Oh yeah, like Shepard's going to go do this. He's going to lead this mission. It's like, no, we got to get Shepard to play politician and he's yeah. got to go petition all the races to come together. And it's like, you have ambassadors, you have councils. The Citadel is essentially this galactic hub where everybody comes together and mm-hmm. we try and work things out together. And this is like, no, no, no Shepard, get your ass over there and talk to him. Yeah. Like, that sucks. I'm sure I'm sure they've got a big worm you gotta blow up or something and then they'll be like, oh, <laughs> we're coming. And, and it just yeah. And Sorry. it just it just never never feels like there's anything there. It just it feels so hollow that like by the time I got to the ending, it's like, okay, at least like these endings make sense. At least we're gonna do one of these two things. This makes sense. I don't really like the way we got here. I wish there was more like choice and impact that those things had. But at least, like, yeah, Shepard being in this position feels right. So, yeah, with the uh, thing that sucks, it seems like a lot of that stuff then was like facilitating to him to get to that position. So, it doesn't like so it makes sense to facil- that he gets facilitated to put in whatever choice that is at the end. Then, is that kind of the idea? Essentially, just, yeah, it's okay. essentially like you know, you're essentially at the, I, I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Obviously, I mean, this has been out, the legendary edition has been out for a few months, Mass Effect 3 is 10 years old or whatever. 
essentially the ending is like big giant battle at earth like whatever forces you got together and the reapers going at it and you do have shepherd kind of like the you've got the cool shot of like the normandy out front and just all these big ass spaceships following behind the normandy sure, with like yeah. shepherd leading the charge in so again it it builds it up to the point where shepherd like clearly is the person who should be the one leading and i think that's the point they're ultimately trying to get through as you're going through this is like yeah. no like this is shepherd's army like shepherd brought the galaxy together but it just never feels like they do enough to justify like why, why that yeah. needed to happen to begin with where it's just because i mean it literally is like no nah, i don't think so <laughs> it's like kind of like yeah. the like no nah, i don't think so but shepherd if you went around the galaxy talking to these people you could get them. Yeah, it does. It does feel like stories, especially video game stories. Like they, they try too hard to to make like you're you're. I'm finding as I get older, like I those stories where it's just like the one hero does the thing is like a lot less interesting than just a guy who happened to be around when stuff was going on, and like yeah. maybe yeah. has a minor influence on it, which I, I think would probably fit better with the Mass Effect world because especially what you said because there's so much bureaucracy and you know governments and stuff set out they're like mm -hmm. maybe coming in for key decision points but they're the ones taking the charge sort of thing yeah exactly and again the other thing with this too is obviously you have one and two to live up to like shepherd works flawlessly because shepherd is what you're saying in mass effect one where he's just like oh what the fuck i touched this thing and something magic happened to me that's crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then mass effect two is the like okay you know your shit about this you need to be the one to lead this team. And it's like, okay, yep, okay. General, and then this one, it gets to like, well, we don't really think that this is a big deal. So, Shepard, since you've dealt with this before, I guess, why don't you go talk to everybody? That's, yeah, it's so weird. Cause it's like, cause Mass Effect 2, it seemed like it was like a little dirty what they were doing. Like, it's like, it, like they're, it's like they got like the ragtag bunch of like, of yeah, like, and you you're know, working folks. And then jumping yeah. that to like influencing huge civilizations just seems like out of character for the series almost. Well, and, and 2 works so well because you're, you die and Cerberus resurrects you. That's the intro to the game. And you're working for Cerberus the whole time, yeah. which is this like terrorist outside group. Yeah. And then this game, it starts with you basically being like, nah, screw them. And Cerberus ends up becoming one of the main villains of the game. Okay. So it's like, okay, like you built them up as this bad organization through two. And now they're the generic bad organization that happens to be in all these. There's just so many things that feel really forced that don't need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it's yeah. still it, it's still Mass Effect. Like, it's still like I'm not. Gonna, I, I feel like I feel a little bad because I feel like I'm like really dumping on this game right now. But it's still like I still enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things where it's just like one and two are insanely amazing games that I would recommend to every person ever. Like, yeah, now, right now, go play them. They are <laughs> some of the best games ever. And three, it's just like it's like you know like. Not that we do review scores, but like nine point five, ten. It's like it's like a seven and a half or an eight. Sure. But it's like that. But it's like yeah. it's that going from like to use a sports analogy, like winning the Super Bowl the next season, going like, eh, you lost in the first round of the playoffs. It's like that's not bad. <laughs> but you won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, like, yeah. And that and that's what this feels like. It's like especially I think playing them back to back. It's just like I think you feel it even harder. Are you are you now are you so now that you're kind of back where the whole Mass Effect. I guess fandom is at after coming after like you're <laughs> <laughs> like you're down you're on back Mass up, Effect. Yep. Yeah, you're not back up. I mean, like when you see a trailer for like Mass Effect coming back, are you like, yeah, or like what's your what's your kind of? Are you now back to like being kind of mixed? I, I'm back to being pumped. I because okay, again, I pumped. think okay. I think I think the issue with three is that it had too much to live up to. I really do. Oh, I think sure. you built yeah. so much up, 
And there were so many cool plot threads going and you had this incredible universe. And I think they felt that pressure of going like, we need to wrap up what happens with the Krogan. We need to wrap up what happens with the Geth. We need to wrap up what happens with Sherbrus. Sure. Shepard still needs a story. We still have like some of these little interpersonal connections that we need to wrap up depending on how your character made choices. And I feel like it's one of those things where um, almost at the time you've got like this gigantic flow chart of 8,000 different things that have happened over mm-hmm. the last two games. And we need to get those 8,000 things right down here to one. Sure. And I think yeah. that's where the game is, is lacking. And it's like, what's the big way? Well, okay. If we tie up every Krogan story into Shepard goes and talks to the Krogan, Krogan join. Boom. Okay. We kind of, uh, we take all of our Asari stories and everything really to do with the Asari tunnel them through here bring them back down to this point. And yeah, it almost yeah. feels like that was kind of their way to like start tying bows on everything. But then you, and then you end up spending more time trying to figure out how to tie things together rather than like create an interesting plot or something like that. Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of what it felt like. It was more of, we need to wrap things up versus we need to have a good story. And I think that's some of the issue that comes with putting more and more choice into games is you lose some of that really strong linear narrative focus yeah. because yeah. who knows if Rex is alive, who knows which one of these two crew members you'll have because maybe one of them died before. Who knows mm-hmm. if, you know what I mean? Who knows where all these characters stand? At the, who knows if Shepard's a dick or if Shepard's a really nice guy? Like, you have so many different ways that these all play out that it's like, who knows? Mm-hmm. But you're excited so, for a new one if they're like, new trilogy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I still have, like, I went and put, like, my physical copy of Legendary Edition right there next to Andromeda on my uh, alphabetically ordered <laughs> shelf. And I, I literally, like, I grabbed it and I was like, do I do it? I still, I'm loving Mass Effect right now, even with that one. Do I try? <laughs> did you not even try? Did you even try Andromeda? Oh, no, I played it, like, when it came out. Like, oh, okay, ago. okay, yeah, sure. It was like, a, like, do I go back and see how that one actually yeah, sets up? Yeah. So, I wonder if Mass not, Effect would but... be better just not even as a trilogy, just, like, an individual story that can end a lot of different ways, and then we go to the next one, it's, like, a different sort of thing. I don't know. Ma- Mass Effect, to me, is video game Star Wars. And I think sure. what Star Wars is doing now is what Mass Effect could do, where it's going like, okay, we're going to look at, like, let's say The Mandalorian, this one tiny little story that happens yeah. after Mass Effect 3. Obviously, you've got the issue of, like, different endings for Mass Effect 3, but you'd have to eventually canonize one anyway. But we're going to look at this. Okay, we're going to go with Bad Batch, and we're going to look at one story set just before Mass Effect, what happened to these. And Mass Effect, yeah. even because of the way the, the cyclical nature of the galaxy and the way they've set that up you could go back thousands and thousands and millions of years to go like, okay, let's take a look at the first cycle. And Mass yeah. Effect 3 gets into a lot of like where the Reapers came from. Okay, let's go back one cycle and let's have a Prothean focus game. Like what was up with the Protheans? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, okay, now let's go to our big next new trilogy and see what happens after the events. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the way that you could really get into cool, some cool stuff with Mass Effect because the universe they built is amazing. Yeah, like, let's explore the universe instead of need to be the one guy in it sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like you're saying, like, let's let's look at this universe. Let's not just go, we need Shepard. Shepard is Mass Effect. Shepard's not Mass Effect. Shepard is an important character. That would be, like, narrowing Star Wars down going, like, Star Wars is Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's not in it. It's bad Star Wars. I know. Disney would have me believe that Luke's, everything is about Luke <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> fair. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> And then, you know, you get to Shepard's son and Shepard's yeah, exactly. something. It's very important He's that Shepard's son is Shepherd also... Powers. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Shepard's dad, who's actually secretly the, the Reapers be, to begin with. That would be very fun if they actually had, like, an offspring of Shepard just be kind of, like, one of your side characters who's, like, just not that... Who's just, like, can't live up to it. would be, like, kind of fun. And that'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. We are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming and subscribe to us wherever you're listening. We'll see you later.
Bye.